Hey, welcome. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you win with your money. And I'm your co-host, James Parker. On today's episode, why does the windfall elimination provision even exist? It's a frustrating topic, but once you understand why this law was crafted, you'll get a better idea of how it's going to affect you. We have a complimentary download for you on this topic waiting for you on this show's page. Go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 49. This is the Ask Gregory podcast episode 49. So you go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 49. So why does the windfall elimination provision exist? Why, why do we talk? Why do we get questions about it? See, the windfall elimination provision was signed into law in 1983 in an attempt to ensure that benefits were fairly adjusted for individuals who had worked or were working at a job where they did not pay Social Security tax, but they still qualified for Social Security. You see, there's a formula Social Security Administration uses for benefits is intended to deliver a portion of pre-retirement earnings calculated by replacement rate that is generally higher for lower income earners and progressively lower for those with higher incomes, a form of means testing where those who earn earn less receive more of a safety net than those who earn more. You get that? So once again, those that earn less get a higher replacement rate than those that earn more. This resulted in what appeared as a windfall for those with non-covered earnings, meaning they didn't pay into Social Security where they worked. And so with non-covered earnings, because in the benefit formula, income earned during the year spent working in non-covered employment would be calculated the same as if there were no earnings. You see, on your Social Security statement, you do not see it does not show that those the reason you zeroed out was non-covered earnings. It doesn't know that. This effectively made an individual with not with any non-covered earnings appear as if they were a low-income worker whose average wages throughout life were less than what they actually did earn, which meant that their benefit formula employed a high replacement rate factor, and therefore they received a larger percentage of pre-retirement earnings from their covered job. And and a covered job means you're covered by Social Security. You have Social Security taxes taken out than someone with the same amount of total lifetime earnings would have normally received. So in order to compensate for this uh, inequity, the windfall elimination provision effectively lowers the high replacement rate factor for workers with non-covered earnings, thereby reducing total Social Security benefit to be received in retirement. So the windfall elimination provision only applies, and, and we've got two parts here, it only applies to individuals who are entitled to a Social Security benefit based on their own work history and have a pension from work where they did not pay Social Security tax. And there's another part of it, the government pension offset only applies to individuals who are entitled to a Social Security benefit as a survivor or spouse and 
have a pension from a federal, state, or local government employer where they did not pay into Social Security. And that's where our most of our calls come up is those that have a mix of covered and non-covered work in their work history and like surprised of the impact. Then we do have calls on the other side where people have spent a career in non-covered employment, say working for the state and never paid into Social Security. And then they're surprised. Uh, I, I not receiving Social Security benefits. Nope. You never worked in a covered job that would have provided that. So here, let's talk about how this is calculated. So when social security benefits are calculated, the social security administration inflates your historical earnings. So they, they take your highest 35 years of earnings and they uh, divide it by 420. That's the number of months in 35 years. This gives them the inflation adjusted average index monthly earnings. The Social Security Administration website will frequently refer to this acronym as AMI. So how do you like that? Kind of, you know, the average index monthly earnings or AMI. After indexing your earnings, the calculation considers the highest 35 years worth of earnings to get a monthly average from those 35 years. Next, the calculation applies your monthly average to what is called the bend point formula. And this is something I don't talk about because then we get into the weeds. It's easy to talk about the average, your highest average 35 years, and they do divide it to, to get to the monthly. But here's the interesting thing of where the understanding this makes the windfall elimination provision. Uh, it helps you to understand what they're trying to get to. Okay. So the first bend point we're talking about for earnings that fall under the first bend point you multiply by 90%. That is the first part of the benefit. For the earnings that fall between the first and second bend point, you multiply 32%. That is the second part of your benefit. And for the earnings greater than the second bend point, you multiply by 15%. This is the third part of the part of your benefit. The result of this formula is your primary insurance amount, you'll see the word FRA. So once it goes through this calculation, this determines your primary insurance amount, but it also is known as your full retirement age benefit. Here's where uh, windfall elimination provision enters the calculation. If you have a pension from work there's where no social security taxes were paid, your benefits are calculated on a slightly alternate formula and the result of this alternate formula is a lower benefit amount so when you take a look at the alternate formula looks nearly identical to the normal formula however when you inspect it you'll notice that the difference between the two formulas is found in the first bend point instead of 90 percent found in the normal formula, your earnings are credited to your final Social Security benefit at 40% there. So to give you an idea of this, I, I've got some numbers for you here. So for example, for example, the first bend point on earnings, and uh, let, let's just 
use an example of the first bin point is zero to $960 in average monthly earnings. So you get credited 90% of that as the multiplier for your primary insurance amount. The second bin point is $961 to $5,785. The multiplier for that is, as we mentioned, 32%. Everything above that second bin point, so everything above $5,786, you get 15% credited towards your primary insurance amount. So when you take windfall elimination provision on the 2020 formula, into account that bin point that first one the zero to 960 where you were credited 90 percent well when you work in non-covered work it affects the covered work so that first tier instead of it being 90 percent that first bin point it's 40 percent the second bin point stays the same at 32 percent and the th- and above the second bend point stays at 50%. So you can see really what happening. It's all focused on that first bend point to where that is slashed in that case. Now, there is a guarantee to the windfall elimination provision. The one exception to the alternate formula is the windfall elimination provision guarantee rule, which protects the benefit of a person with some Non-covered work because a near lifetime of Social Security benefits shouldn't be materially impaired by a small amount of non-covered work that didn't generate much of a pension in the first place. Under this rule, an individual Social Security benefit cannot be reduced by more than half the amount of their non-covered pension regardless of the windfall elimination provision calculation amounts. Here's a question I had recently also. Does the windfall elimination uh, ever end? Well, the computation is no longer used when the entitlement to the pension payment ceases or the proration of a lump sum payment based on specified period ends. When the individual dies in the month of the death, the PIA is recalculated without applying the windfall elimination provision and also becomes eligible for windfall exemption by earning 30 years under covered employment. You know, so that's kind of stuff we already knew about there. Lewis in Madisonville, you've been chosen. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Um, I have a uh, retirement plan at work where I'll get a monthly annuity check and then I'll have social security my wife is a public school teacher in Louisiana, and she's nearing retirement. Um, but she doesn't have enough quarters to qualify for Social Security. So my main question was, does she have any survivor benefits on my Social Security if I die before she does? And you're speaking of, once again, if you pass, die before she does, right? Would she get any of right. your, your covered benefits, Social Security covered benefits? She does not have 40 quarters, so technically she doesn't qualify for that. However, they uh, will not reduce the survivor benefits by more than two-thirds of her uncovered pension benefit. Does that make sense? 
they're they're going to uh, yeah, they're going might, to protect everything. Yeah, they're going. She's going to get some. She's just not going to get the full benefit. So they won't. They will not reduce it. Might more than two thirds of her covered benefit. So one of the things on can uh, a question will come. Can I reduce the windfall elimination provision? And that's by working at a job where Social Security taxes are paid or meaning the job is covered by social security. So if you have more than 20 years of substantial earnings where you pay into social security, the impact of the windfall elimination provision begins to diminish at 30 years of substantial covered earnings. The windfall elimination provision no longer applies. It's one of those three exemptions I mentioned a few minutes ago. So if you have 20 years or more, it starts whittling that down, that reduction. Instead of just receiving 40% of the first bend point, it increases the point for each year you have substantial earnings until you get to 30 and it reduces it. You had some questions regarding children and spouse of a worker that is impacted by the windfall elimination provision. I can hear the guy listening, thinking about this question in his head, and he's just not calling because he's, okay, so I'm hit by the windfall elimination provision. How is this going to affect my spouse? Could this affect my children? Yeah, and and that's a good question. We have had that up recently, but I I think this is an interesting point. Say you've got a non-working spouse and you have a mix. You have... A non-covered pension, meaning you didn't participate in Social Security. You have covered work, meaning you paid into Social Security in a number of years of work. And so you're getting some Social Security benefit. Now, you kind of said, well, the spouse would be eligible for the amount of your FRA benefit. Yes, they would be subject to when they turn it on, long as you had turned it on. But here's the thing is that spousal benefit is going to be, it's not going to be your FRA benefit on your statement. It's going to be the benefit you receive that's reduced by the windfall elimination provision. So that spousal benefit, which is 50%, if she said FRA or he is 50% of the impacted amount by the windfall elimination provision, and if there's children survivor benefits, they are reduced. I'm not. I don't mean survivor benefits, but because you have Social Security benefits, children, there's a family benefit as well. It would be reduced because of the windfall elimination provision. Now, those family benefits, if the individual dies that had the mixed work record that was impacted by windfall elimination provision, that goes away. The provision goes away when that worker dies. So they're eligible to draw benefits, survivor benefits, at 100% of the worker's record. Is it because they died or because the pension stopped? No, well, it's because they died. Even if there's spousal continuation, do we know that? Yeah, they could be beneficiary of the pension, just like our previous caller can be the beneficiary of his wife's pension, but he's got his own work record under covered work. So he receives that pension. She 
But let's say she's a non-working spouse. She can be beneficiary of the pension, but his Social Security record is not going to be reduced. She has 100% beneficiary of his work record. It's not impacted. It doesn't have that 60% reduction. Well, I say 50% reduction of the first bend point. I'll make one quick note. You know, we had a call the other day and social security and lump sum pensions. So if I take it in lump sum would the windfall elimination provision impact? And the answer is yeah. it still will impact you whether you take it over time or you take it lump sum, they're going to factor that in. That's going to about do it for today's episode. Hey, thanks for hanging out and learning a little bit more about why the windfall elimination provision even exists in the first place. I want to remind you, you have a download waiting for you on this topic that could help you out a little bit more with the Social Security windfall elimination provision. Go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 49, gregoryricks.com slash podcast 49. Yeah, if you're needing help on something like that, investment planning, estate planning, you know, the guided planning system that we do is uh, income planning, investment planning, estate planning, creating tax efficiency, and oh yeah, healthcare, even beyond retirement. Just start with a 15-minute conversation, 504-832-9200, GregoryRicks.com. Gregory Ricks and Associates is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC. AE Wealth Management, Gregory Ricks and Associates, WJ Blanchard Law LLC, Jay Heath and Company, and Mortgage Gumbo are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Annuities are insurance contracts designed for retirement or other long-term needs. They provide guarantees of principal and credited interest subject to surrender charges. Annuity guarantees and protections are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurer. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Gregory Ricks and Associates is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute legal or tax advice. Our firm is not affiliated or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory Ricks and Associates. We are Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks.